0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 52 of the Worthmore podcast. I am your host Cammy Bleece and so excited to be back with you today. I did take last week off and honestly, I'm going to be real with you. I was super busy and a little overwhelmed with work and I just didn't have anything that I was genuinely excited to share with you. And I know that that might sound a little weird or I don't know, maybe a little vulnerable, but I'm just going to choose to be vulnerable with you. You know, I I want each of these episodes to be encouraging and empowering to you, but I also want to make sure that they're beneficial and that you want to come back and listen to the next one and the next one. And And sometimes when I can't bring my best self to that, when I can't bring what I really truly believe is value to you, it's easy for me to kind of put it on the back burner. And last week I just needed a minute to recharge a little bit, rethink about how I wanted to approach these episodes and how I want to talk about things. And I really want to make sure that you find value in them. So if there are things that you want to talk about, that you want to hear more about, things that you would love for me to try, please share. I'm so open to your feedback, but I'm excited to be back because this episode pertains even to you know my behavior last week, and I think for a lot of us, sort of the behavior that can hold us back, which is self-sabotaging behavior at the end of the day it's not that we don't know what we need to do it's just that we can't figure out why we keep sabotaging ourselves to not do it so if you feel like you're stuck and not able to move forward even knowing the things that you need to be doing this is the episode absolutely for you I'm going to help you break down maybe some of the reasons that you might be inclined to self-sabotage as well as some of the simple things that you can do to step out of that place the thing is at the end of the day sabotaging ourselves is comfortable it's safe because growth and change feels really uncomfortable and hard and we're not naturally inclined to behave that way so this self-sabotaging behavior is actually really natural but it's not beneficial. So this episode is hopefully going to get you inspired and encouraged to move forward, to take action and help you change your life and to feel worthy as you step into that space. When it comes to feeling worthy, I really think just helping myself take some space last week to just be busy with work and to prioritize my clients and to really make sure that I was able to be fully there for them gave me kind of the space to say like, okay, you're still worthy even if you didn't get your podcast episode out or you didn't get some Instagram posted or you didn't send out that email. You're still worthy. You still have value. You're still a great worker. You're still a great friend and a great trainer and a great wife and all of those things. And I think sometimes we can feel like if we can't check everything off of the box, then our worthiness dips a bit or our ability to be seen as valuable dips a bit. And I think Only until we start saying no to things or creating space from certain things are we able to see that we're still worthy no matter what and in spite of all of those things. So that was sort of a practice that I walked through kind of unintentionally last week, but it allowed me to show up better this week uh, for you and for myself. And so that is how I am feeling more worthy. But without further ado, we'll hear a quick note about our sponsor and get started. So I was kind of doing some research on this and I came upon a quote from Jim Carrey that I really really liked and has gotten like 7 million views on YouTube and I think he did a commencement address and that's where this comes from. But I felt like it really applied so I wanted to start off the episode with this um, quote to kind of get your mindset focused on the direction that we're going. And basically he says, you can spend your whole life imagining ghosts, worrying about the pathway to the future, but all there will ever be is what's happening here and the decisions we make in this moment, which are based on either love or fear. So many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality. What we really want seems impossibly out of reach and ridiculous to expect, so we never dare to ask the universe for it. He then later says, I learned many great lessons from my father, not the least of which was that you can fail at what you don't want, so you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. And I thought that this was really beautiful because when you do think about it, so oftentimes if you're thinking about the action that you're about to take, there's typically, you know, just a couple of motives. And a lot of the times it's it's easy to say, am I making this decision out of love and peace and worthiness or am i making this out of fear and insecurity or anger or whatever that might be and i think we create a life sometimes built on fearful decisions that to his point seem like the practical decisions and seem like the easier decisions but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right decision and the reality is when it comes to self-sabotage It really takes some serious self-reflection to understand why you keep shooting yourself in the foot. This is not just going to happen because you listen to this episode and you're like, yeah, great. I get it now. I'll never self-sabotage again. No. You've been probably self-sabotaging for tens of tens of years. And at the end of the day, the only way that you're going to get out of that, the only way that you're going to step out of that kind of mindset. and That roller coaster is by some serious self reflection. It's important to create the space to do this. So, I challenge you within this episode and the following minutes to do some of the activities that I'm going to share with you and to really think through where some of this might be rooted for you. When it comes to self sabotaging, basically how this is happening this occurs when your conscious mind or the logical one that you know you make shopping lists with then reminds you to brush your teeth is at odds with your subconscious mind this is more of the emotional one that will stress eat or drunk dial your ex that kind of thing so when these two parts of our mind are at odds with each other that disconnect and that clash of needs and wants can manifest itself in self-sabotaging behavior so what your mind is trying to do is by behaving this way let's say gambling or you know accidentally but on purpose missing a deadline to enroll in a grad school or a course that you really want to do or you know Getting really drunk before you have to do a big work presentation the night, you know, the day next, the next day, or where you have to go on a really long run that you're training for, or whatever it is. It's your subconscious's way of preventing pain and handling fear. So, unintentionally, your mind is trying to keep you safe, but the behavior itself is ultimately really destructive. So, how do we step out of that? Well, This is where the serious reflection comes in. And the first part is identifying the root causes. So I'm gonna kind of just share four main root causes that I think a lot of people struggle with. And I would sort of for yourself decide, hmm, I think I am probably mainly this one or two. And if you can really address here, which one's your root cause, then from there, you'll know how to take more action moving forward. So the first root cause is self-hatred. Within all of us, yes, we have this cheerleader within us, that person for you might be quite quiet, um, or you could have pretty good self-esteem and it could be quite loud. But even still, all of us have this anti-self or this critical inner voice within us that will speak against us and will speak negatively towards us. And it's up to you if you want to lean into that and listen to that. This anti-self is an internal enemy that just lives in our minds and creeps up at sometimes our most vulnerable. And it can speak to us through, you know, self-critical way, self-denying way, or even sometimes self-soothing thoughts that are trying to make us feel like this is the safer choice and the purpose of this is to hold us back and keep us in our place and oftentimes that this self-hatred kind of anti-self voice is shaped by our early life experiences and the ways we were viewed and treated growing up so you might have some kind of insecurity issues self-confident issues and that can really be holding you back from doing the things that you ultimately know that you want to be doing. So, for some of you, self hatred might be a really big root cause. The second, is comfort so this critical inner voice likes to keep us in this box and kind of pigeonhole our identity assigned to us and it's not necessarily one that we've earned but maybe one that we've just been told this is how you are and it can be tricky and flood us with these thoughts that are seemingly self-soothing like I was saying earlier and it's easier after all to recognize this internal enemy when it's yelling at you like you're stupid you're a failure and it's a lot harder to identify this person or this thought process When it's whispering thoughts to you like, you're fine on your own. Just be by yourself. Have that extra slice of food even though you're super full. Smoke one more cigarette. You deserve it. You're tired. Turn on the TV. Kick back. Don't worry about your goals today. This voice is trying to keep you comfortable. It's trying to keep you in this place where you don't have to change. You don't have to grow. You don't have to do anything differently because you're already comfortable. And listening to this voice may feel comfortable at first, but once we give in to these habits, instead of going after what we really want, ultimately that voice switches. And then now it's, you're such a loser. No one's gonna love you. You'll never amount to anything. You're a nobody. So the the voice keeps you comfortable, until you do something, until you essentially listen to it, and then you, it beats you up for it afterwards. So it's definitely obviously tied into this idea of self-hatred when you're giving this voice a lot to go off of, but it can disguise itself as trying to keep you comfortable, trying to keep you safe. And for some of you, that might be something you really struggle with. You just feel like this is comfortable. It's hard for me to change. This is just comfortable for me. A difference between comfortable and the next one, which is rigidity, um, is kind of small but important. And the thing with rigidity is we kind of start to make rules for ourselves in our lives based on our old defenses we believe will protect us. But often those things actually hurt us in the long run. And these defenses are often adaptations that we made to less than ideal conditions from our childhood that now limit us in adulthood. But these defenses we form are essentially a way to protect ourselves as a foundation for the rules we make, which can ultimately really limit our lives. So you end up kind of staying in this rigid habit and these rigid conditions and this structure as a way of protecting yourself, but ultimately it's still keeping you stuck. It's still holding you back. And you have to be able to look at yourself and, and say, okay, am I, have I created all of these rules because I wanted them there or am I creating them from something that happened in my past or something that makes me feel safe and feel comfortable and that structure is now keeping me boxed in. So when it comes to this rigidity, we don't give ourselves the flexibility and mobility to kind of move and flow and grow because we're trying to stay safe. And all of this sort of links back to the fourth reason that a lot of people self-sabotage, and that is fear. And obviously, as Jim Carrey pointed out, fear is usually at the root of what holds us back. Fear of the unknown or the unfamiliar, fear of failure, fear of that critical inner voice will be proven right or overpower us. Fear that maybe We'll have too much, or like too much to lose, or that we'll have too much fa- um, pain that we're facing, or we'll have to face rejection, and we just don't want to do that. And the truth is, we are so much more resilient than we think. That same inner voice that tells us we can't handle obstacles, you know, feeds into our fear, but in reality, life is both joyful and painful, and the more fully that we can live and love and the more sadness we're bound to experience. Our inner critic shields us from, you know, feeling the pains, but it also shields us from experiencing the joy. And then it kind of keeps you in this sort of numb dissatisfaction of life because you're never truly able to experience kind of the full joy of taking that step because you are only kind of focusing on the fear of holding yourself back. So fear for a lot of us, you know, is a real one. I would say for me, I think fear is definitely the thing that I struggle the most with. Fear of failing, fear of what people think, people, you know, fear of not doing it right and not doing it well and not being the person that I ultimately have expectations on my life to be. But now that I can look at it and say, okay, I'm really struggling with fear in my life, then I know how I can address some of these self-sabotaging behaviors moving forward. So for you, try and think it through. Do you struggle more with self-hatred? Do you struggle more to be kind of staying in comfort, um, rigidity, or are you in fear? So those are sort of the four root causes that I feel like most people sort of struggle with. And then once you've kind of identified yours, here are a few things that you can do to help step out of that. So the first one I think is really important is to be kind to yourself, but also to seek some accountability. Shame about self-sabotaging can be an enormous obstacle to taking a different action. So if you can try to see your actions or even your inaction with sort of some love and compassion, like you're witnessing this happening to a young child, then you're able to sort of open yourself up to be kinder to the struggle. So once you've sort of figured out what you're really wanting and maybe some of the reasons that you're being held back, self-hatred or fear, then you can maybe take one small step to changing that commitment for your life. And it could be the smallest, smallest change. But part of that change could be seeking help and getting help. And I think that oftentimes for a lot of us, seeing somebody from this sort of neutral third party being able to look into what we're struggling with, they can really give advice and insight that we were never able to see before. But you wanna make sure that you're able to step into this process with some kindness and compassion towards yourself because this didn't happen overnight and this didn't happen by accident. And so you need to be able to show up for yourself like you would that seven-year-old version of yourself. So try and see yourself that way And then you can maybe allow yourself to move forward a little more peacefully. Ultimately, maybe for some of you, it's fear that is really holding you back. And at the end of the day, babes, we have got to face our fears. I don't know. I'm so sorry if you can hear this little rustling. Calvin is currently doing God knows what under my TV console. And it is like distracting the crap out of me but I can't see him and I can't get to him. So we're just gonna try and ignore it, but I apologize. And if you can't hear it, I swear I'm not crazy, but thank God you can't hear it. Okay, so ultimately for most of you, or not most of you, but ultimately for me, the fear is what holds me back a lot. So this really applies to kind of what I am struggling with and I'm wondering maybe if you are too. So at the end of the day, We have got to face our fears. We've got to face our fears together, and we've got to face our fears because that is the only way that we can truly move forward. So maybe start and sit down and imagine what it would be like to have all that you're sort of wanting or to reach your goal. And imagine every single step of the way of this process. And while you're doing this, write down any negative thoughts or feelings or weird fears or random thoughts that just kind of come up. And the key to yourself to your self sabotage lies in those fears and those thoughts, so when you see kind of like, "Okay, this is what I want for myself," and you start looking at the steps to get there as those things are popping up, your fears are showing, and facing whatever is holding you back and causing you to self sabotage of course is not going to be easy, but it's better to be able to see these thoughts as they are, because once you can pull it into the light, you can actually address it. You can actually change it, but ignoring it is not going to actually help you change. So as you're sort of doing this, you know, look at your life and look at yourself and say, do I really want to sabotage my chance at being truly happy in life? What do I really have to fear by not living up to my true capacity in life? And when you do this exercise, you'll realize it's not really worth the energy of sabotaging your chances of success just because you fear not achieving. It. It's much easier to face your fears and essentially potentially fail than it is to continuously quit before trying. So oftentimes, so much of that energy we spend fearing the step is so wasted because once we take the step, we realize, huh, it was not all that bad. So... Try and step back so that you can look at your fears in a real way and acknowledge them, but then maybe see that they're not so big and they're not so scary. And then hopefully you can, even with fear, you can move forward, right? Isn't there some quote that says, courage is not the absence of fear, but it's doing it even when you feel fear? doing something, being brave whenever you have fear. That is what you're going to do. You get to have your fear, but you get to have courage and you still get to move forward. And it's okay, even if you feel fear, but you don't want that fear to keep holding you back. And then finally, I didn't want to touch on this a ton in the beginning because I really think the accountability of having, you know, a therapist or a partner or a friend who can hold you accountable to the goals that you're wanting to make, so that you stop self-sabotaging was the priority. But for this third one, having self-compassion is truly so important. And all of us can develop a much more realistic and compassionate view towards ourselves. All of us have kind of some work to do there. But if we can learn to foster this self-compassion, which studies have shown to improve every aspect of our lives, then we can actually create the life that we really want. So some research done by Dr. Kristen Neff shows that in in comparison to self-esteem, self-compassion is associated with greater emotional resilience, more accurate self-concepts, more caring behavior in relationship, as well as less narcissism and reactive anger. So in this more centered state, we are better able to go after our goals and cope with any anxiety, you know, that may arise. And we can start to distinguish what we really want instead of what others want for us. And we can make kind of our lives and our destiny rather than live the one that was prescribed to us based on our childhood, based on our history, based on our past. But you have to be able to create an environment for yourself that is compassionate, So that you don't have to live in fear. So that you can have the accountability. So starting with that is crucial. You know, self-sabotage is ultimately a fear that we're just not good enough. But we have to remember that no matter what happens, you are good enough already. You could fail, you're still good enough. You could succeed, and you're still good enough. And... Just because changing your self sabotaging behaviors makes you anxious, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't still do it, that you shouldn't still try and move forward. But you have to be willing to do some of that self reflection to say, okay, what's the root cause of why I'm really struggling to do these habits that I know I need to do? And then once you know you either struggle with self hatred, comfort, rigidity, fear, then you can say, okay, This is who I need to ask for accountability, or this is the type of accountability I need. Trust me, guys, this is why I'm a trainer. This is why I have a job. So many people wanna work out. They know that they should work out. They're desperate to work out more consistently in their life, and despite you know, joining studios, and despite texting a friend, they're not doing it. But then, when you put your money where your goal is, you tend to show up a little more. So whatever that accountability looks like for you, You're worth taking that risk. You're worth taking that time. Once you kind of find some good accountability, face your fears. Take some action so that you can show your fears that they are not going to be bigger than your goals. They are not going to be bigger than the dreams you have for yourself. And these steps in facing your fear don't have to be big. They can be tiny, but that's still progress. That's still moving forward. And finally, throughout this process, remember to have compassion for yourself. If you can show compassion to yourself, then you can have a higher self-esteem and all these other things and a greater appreciation for the life around you. Even if you're failing at things sometimes, you realize that you don't have to be defined by that. We all know what we want to do, but you have to figure out why you're not doing it. And you have to be willing to do some of the digging to get there. But you don't have to self-sabotage forever and ever. And you don't have to self-sabotage in the way that you have been. So let's start making changes today together. I'm going to start facing more of my fears, even though that legitimately sounds terrifying. And I hope that you start facing whatever you are struggling with too. I hope you have an amazing day and I will talk to you so soon. Bye guys.